you're tired of the standard business and marketing fundamentals, frameworks, and funnels, <laughs> you need a little mischief. Get ready to turn up the volume on the CEO Mischief Maker podcast, where you access conversations with seasoned business owners who have smashed through mindset barriers, innovated the standard boring business and marketing playbooks, and executed future-paced strategies with bleeding-edge tools and tactics to micro-fail their way into massive success and growth. We are Mindset Impact Strategic Catalysts, helping innovative entrepreneurs focus. We are CEO Mischief Makers. Ready to make a little mischief? Hey, hey, CEO Mischief Makers, MKJ here, you know me, but this other gentleman I get to talk to today, I've known him for several years now online. I don't think we've actually met in person as most of the people I call friend online, I haven't met in person, but this individual has a very interesting story and we've connected and stayed connected for a while. So Mr. Roy Meyer, hey, how you doing, Roy? I am doing fantastic. Thank you uh, so much for having me here today. I'm excited to be on your show and you know, what a pleasure to be here today. A little background on myself. The primary goal that we do, we work with entrepreneurs and, and, and those in the real estate industry really how to scale their business using virtual teams. And our goal really in working with people is how do you build a business that will support your lifestyle instead of having a business that you have to cram a lifestyle around? And so that's really the goal that we work when we're working with companies or CEOs or, or the people that we work with. So excited to be here, Mary. Yeah, thanks for that, Roy. So now, my goodness, not just that's what you do, but you have a very interesting story around where you do that. And we met right before you right. started this interesting journey. So tell us a little bit about where you are right now and why it took us a bit of finagling to make sure that we could schedule this call today. Yeah, so we, we have a little bit of a, a different lifestyle, you know, Mary, which I'm excited to, to talk about today. We're actually entering year six of full-time travel. So we have been traveling internationally now with our family for six years. So we have been into 25 different countries now. We have traveled, I think it's 100, 1,000, almost 900 days now that we have actually been traveling full-time. And that was always a, a passion for us and our family. We love to travel. And we went from you know, being told actually that we could not have children. So we had all these goals and plans that we thought. And then, you know, God willing, we surprised us. We have two beautiful kids. And we just said, you know, we don't want to miss out on their life. And if we just took a step back and said, you know, let's experience the world. Let's just let everything go. Let's, let's go ahead and sell what we have and just travel the world with our kids so we don't miss out on you know, watching them grow, watching them develop. We wanted to be able to expose them to the world. And as they grew and got older, we wanted to be able to experience things firsthand. And, and so it's been quite the journey. When we started, our kids were, let's see, my son is 16 now, my daughter is 14. So they were 10 and eight when we started. So it's a whole different world of travel now with what, what we're doing. But, you know, one of the things that, you know, I know we're going to talk about today is, is, Many times we we get brainwashed into thinking, you know, we we grow up, we work hard, we go to school, we get a job. Maybe when you're 60, 65, you get a chance to retire and actually enjoy life. And that was the route that I was going down. You know, that was what I had learned. That was what I was doing. 
And I do remember one day going back to my wife, you know, this is now going back about seven years ago when we were thinking about this. And I remember going to her and just saying, you know, I've worked so extremely hard over these years. And I just feel like we haven't really, there's got to be more than life than what I'm doing. There has to be more to life than what we're doing. There has to be more to life than what we're exposing our kids to. And I asked her, what would you think if we just sold everything and I ran my business or businesses from abroad and we just traveled the world full time, not knowing what she was going to answer or how she was going to respond. And I was surprised at her response a little bit and that she just said, when do we leave? And so it was that point that we decided, okay, let's go ahead and embark on this journey and go down that path. So that's kind of how that all started, not really knowing where and or how it was going to work out, but so far, so good. Well, one thing that, that's happened because of this, and we're going to be talking about business and lifestyle, is that, but one thing that's happened for us, we thought this might be a journey of two or three years, you know, possibly, but now it has really turned it almost to a, like an addiction, and it's turned into a lifestyle for us. And the more people we meet around this amazing planet, the more cultures we see and get ingrained with the more we want to see and experience moving forward. So it's been quite the journey. So we've been doing that for six years and it's it's going fantastic so far. So that means I probably met you first, probably getting close to seven years ago then, because I remember watching you get ready to sell all your stuff and just start going. And we had talked about that. So this, this first conversation is about mindset. So it's awesome that your wife had that mindset like, yeah, when are we leaving? That's amazing. But take me back to what did it take for you to actually shift from day-to-day, nine-to-five job, one location, owning all this stuff, coming home to the same home, having a car, having this, this lifestyle of sedentary in one place, not necessarily sedentary like physically, but in one place, stationary, let's put it that way. And what, what kind of shift did you have to, to make in your mindset to, to get you to this best word I can use is nomadic, right? I mean, to be able to go from yeah. one place to another, to another. And first off, before you answer that, take me back to when you were younger, did your parents travel lots of different places or were you pretty much in one place when you were growing up? You know, my, my parents, I was blessed to, to be raised in a, in a wonderful home with incredible parents. We traveled a little bit. We we really couldn't afford to travel a lot. So, you know, a big vacation for family would have been maybe four or five days going to Florida or somewhere like that, you know, but traveling abroad, absolutely not. Even traveling out of state was very, very seldom. So, but I always had for myself, you know, this love and, and, and wonder about the world, you know, so that was always somehow ingrained in me. But with our family, we really did not travel that much. Now, one of the 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 shifts that I went through, you know, as we were debating on doing this, it wasn't much of a debate actually, and going through the mindset shift was we have this thing that we share many times, this life ladder. And many times as we go through life, you know, we're many people, or when you're first getting started, we're just trying to go through survival mode. And then we're trying to work our way up to this stability in our life. And then we try to work our way up to what we think is success. And then for me, on the top of the letter is really this life of significance. And as I was going through this mindset shift, I'm like, you know, I've gone through all of these stages before, and 
the one thing that's really missing in my life is that top layer, that layer of what I felt was significance. You know, what am I giving to the world? How am I giving back? How am I giving my children a significant life? And how can I significantly impact them? And so that was a shift that I went through as I reflected on where we had been, what we were doing, and where we were going. And so I really wanted to be able to shift into a life of significance moving forward. So that was a big mindset shift for me, as for sure. Now, the other thing, as I was analyzing what we might be doing in the past, and these are some things I wish I'd learned long ago. And one of the mistakes I've made in the past growing up that we just didn't learn, you know, grow up once again, thinking, got to work hard, we're going to go to school, we're going to get a job, and we're going to get a week's vacation. And then we graduate or we, we get to have a life at 65. We don't really think about living our life strategically. So that was really a mindset shift for me was, am I really living my life strategically? Because all too often, most of us, or not, maybe not most of us, but a lot of us live life by default. We let life happen. We don't really take charge of it. And so that was a big thing for me. It was like, okay, let me analyze. Am I really living life strategically? Sure, I make goals and we try to reach our goals, but what do I really want out of life? And we had to really identify that and then put things in place to make that happen. So I would say, man, those are the two biggest mindset shifts that we went through or that I went through was one, am I living a life of significance? And then two, am I living life strategically? And then when I really analyzed those things, realized that we weren't, that's the mindset shift that we went through. And then when we decided to, to do this and travel full-time and make this happen, then it was a matter, okay, how do we make that happen? So those were really the two different mindset shifts that I went through. Wow. And I know we're going to talk about probably on Friday in the third installment of our conversation together, this amazing Facebook group that you have. And so we'll dive into, I'm sure, those stages and how you help people do those things. But let's let's take it the next step now. So you talked about how you can have your family be able to have this mindset shift, you and your wife specifically, to be able to shift your mindset, to be able to actually live anywhere, anytime, and just be just be there and experience those places with your, especially with your young children. But now let's switch it to your business. How in the world were you able to shift your mindset to go, okay, how am I going to, how am I going to do business from the Philippines, from Bali, from wherever, from where, I mean, out of the 25 countries that you visited, how am I going to be able to do business from those countries and the varying internet access and the varying time zones and all those things? How did you shift your mindset for that, for your business? Yeah. So, so that was one of the big hurdles we had to think about. And, and, you know, this is a lifestyle we couldn't have done 10 years ago. You know, the, the world has really opened up in regards to internet and availability and all those types of things. But that was a big concern because, you know, I have, I have a variety of different businesses. Uh, one of the, the big caveats of the stealing or us, us taking on this adventure was the fact that I had certain clients that required me to be in the States. And so as we looked at that and had conversations, that ended up being, we realized that we were going to probably lose half our income. So this was a big hurdle. It's like, wow, okay, if we do this, we are probably going to lose half our income. Can I make that up? You know, Are there other opportunities that are going to come? 
are we going to be able to have internet wherever we go? So that's one of the big things we always make sure we have. We don't always have it, but most of the time that we do, and most of the time we have good internet. But can we make this happen and survive financially to do this, giving up half our income? So that was a that was a big scare and a big worry on our part. Now, one of the things in as I looked at that, as my wife and I looked at that too is we really, you know, like anybody should do, you should be identifying what your core values are in your life. And for me, you know, money is an important yes, but is that one of my top core finance or my, my core values? And so as I looked at giving up that income, like, well, if I don't do that, I'm still, I'm losing time with my family because I was working with hours. So if we don't do this, it's really going to, to violate some of the core values that we have. Do we have enough money to do this? Can we do this? Can we not do this? And so what's happened because of that, though, I will share with you, is that it comes back to the beliefs in yourself. And, you know, do you believe that you can actually do this? Do I believe that I can replace that income? Do I believe that I will do anything that we need to to make this happen? And, of course, we know that whatever we believe is going to affect our actions, which are going to affect our results. And what has happened as a result is we have more than replaced that income. The opportunities that have come have just been more than we could have ever imagined. We have have probably double, tripled what we had lost out on. So that was a mindset that was a worry at first. We did have a family meeting when we took off in this journey and making sure everybody was on board with what we were going to do. You know, and, and the other mindset shift too is, you know, we had homeschool. You know, that was a big thing for our family. So we had to tackle how were we going to do? How is my wife going to now become the teacher? How are our kids going to do this on the road? They're not going to be in a school. So a lot of factors. And one of the things that we did as well, we did reach out to a lot of different families that were already doing this. And and I'll be a little bit later in the show and be talking about a really important factor on why you should always have a who for anything that you're doing. So we'll be talking about that. So I'm not sure if that answered your question or not, but yeah, definitely. Yes. So I hear what you're saying. And and really the mindset shift was, like you said, belief in yourself that you could make up whatever revenue you needed to make up. But the the goal of your family, the strategy of your life and your family's life was way more important than the fear or was stronger. That strategy for the life of your family was stronger than the fear of losing half your income. And without that's question. really what we have to look at, right? Yeah, without question on that. And and the other component too, which we'll we'll talk a little bit more in the show, is I I am a, a big who guy once again. And so I already knew that we had the pieces in place to make this happen. I've already have a virtual team as well. So I have a lot of virtual components that were were part of my business. So it wasn't all locally centralized for my business. We have a team in the Philippines. We have a team in India. We have a team member in Vegas. We have a team member in Pakistan, Sylvania. So I have an international team. So that did make that easier transition for us as well, which I can share a little bit in the show how others can do that as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll share that on Wednesday's episode when we talk about impact and innovation, because I know you've innovated these standard practices quite significantly. But let's let's just um, for those people and myself included, you know, this is my goal. My husband finally is no longer location dependent, so my goal is specifically to live somewhere else for short periods of time and experience different cultures. So I'll be following in your footsteps for sure. I don't have young kids; my kids are both grown, but my husband and I—that's my goal. So, is there any other piece of advice 
for someone looking at that and dreaming of that lifestyle and dreaming of that possibility, whether they want to do it full-time for six years or whether they just want to go live somewhere for six months and then come back home. Is there any piece of advice you can give them on the mindset they need to have in order to, to live that kind of lifestyle? Yeah, really, the, the mindset shift that I want to encourage everybody, and this was key for me, and this is something we're even instilling in our kids right now. And even, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, I was speaking to about 2,000 college students here in the Philippines. I delivered this message and shared this message with them as well. And it really comes once again back to, do you have a life strategy? Do you know, even know what you want out of life? So when you're going through this mindset shift, have you created a vision of what you actually want your life to look like? I remember graduating from college. My only thought really was getting a good paying job. I didn't really think about having this mindset of I need to have a strategic plan for my life, not just what I'm going to do to earn money, not just for this job that I'm going to, to be looking for. I had to have a life strategy. And, you know, if, if you have a life strategy, you know, most of us work hard. You know, one of the things that we hear all the time in this mindset is the key to success is working hard. That has been drilled into me growing up for as long as I can ever remember. My parents worked extremely hard. You know, God bless them. I have worked extremely hard. And, and I always still continue to hear this message that that is the key. And we are doing a little bit differently with our kids. We are teaching them that no, working hard is not the key. Do we have to work hard? Yes. But the working smarter, obviously, is the key. So we are working with them even to get a plan in their life. But we have that part down. But we really have to ask ourselves when we're creating a strategic plan for our life, you know, answer these questions. Who are we working for right now? Is it working for us or are we working for the dreams of others? You know, what are we working for? We need to identify what are we working for? What are we trying, trying to strive to achieve? Where are your efforts getting you right now? You know, many times or most times, even for myself, many years, you know, I would look at the end of the day and it's just another day on the hamster wheel. And, you know, I had to ask myself, where are my efforts getting me? Are they getting me to my vision? Do I have even have a vision to have my efforts to get me to? And then the other key on when you're putting a life plan or a life strategy together, it cannot be something that is a part-time hobby. You know, when you're looking to, to create a vision and achieve that vision in your life, you need to be taking action every single day towards that goal. So what are the habits that you are forming and what are the things that you're doing every single day in your life to move you closer to that vision for you? So it's really important that as you go through your own life, that you're really putting a strategy together. And, and I think, I forget the, the Google definition of strategy. I think it's like a, a plan of action or a policy to design to achieve a major or overall aim. You know, it's a little, little techie on there, but, you know, look at your own life. What is the strategy that you want? What is the plan? The strategy is really a plan to achieve something. So what is the plan for your life to do that? And there's another one, I think it's Merriam Dictionary, you know, and I like their definition actually better of what a, a strategy is. And really their definition, I believe, is the science and art of military command exercise to meet the enemy in combat under advantageous conditions. So I love the thought when we're thinking about a strategy and, and, and our vision, knowing that things are perfect. You know, most days we have things that come up to us from, from different angles. So the better we can prepare for things that might happen, the better chance we have of reaching our goals and achieving our vision. So that would be my encouragement for everybody is don't go through life with more of a default. You know, don't go through life 
without some kind of design. And I'm trying to remember the name of the person. I think it was Abraham Lincoln. And I love this quote. If you want to predict the future, then create it. You know, and so that was something that took me a while to learn. To I need to take charge of my life. I want my children to take charge of their life. I want them to have a vision for their life. I want them to know where they're going. Sure, they might have a job or something in the interim, but is that moving closer to the life they want? And even with our, our children now, which I think we have ruined, you know, I don't know that they could ever get a, a quote unquote job with what we've been doing. But you know, I want them to understand that you don't have to wait until you're in your 50s or 60s to have this amazing life and do whatever you want to do. There is no reason in this world right now that everybody out there listening, no matter what the age, that you can't do anything that you want to have. The opportunities are endless out there. And we want our children to understand that you can enjoy life today. You do not have to wait till down the road. And so those are some of the things that, once again, I would just encourage you know, to start working, what is your life strategy? You know, because a life strategy is going to give you guidance, you know, for life as you move forward. It gives you motivation when you have a strategy in place. It helps you to prepare. It gives you a chance to reflect on where you're at. It also, if you have a strategy, it gives you the ability to adjust what's working, what's not working in my life. If you don't have that, you don't have a way to measure your success moving forward. So those are things that really a life strategy can help you with. And so I'd encourage everybody when you look and, you know, do I really have a strategy? Do I really know what I want in life? And, and I'll, I'll share one thing that I do when I was putting my life strategy together, thinking about it, you know, I wasn't thinking from a perspective of, okay, you know, I want to have this incredible vacation, or I want to be able to live in this incredible destination like Bali or wherever it might be. But when I was thinking of what I want my life vision to be, what does an average day look like in my ideal life? Not just all the fun, exciting things. What does an average day look You know that would be an incredible life for me? That These are the things that would be in my life every single day, not just the one-offs or the really exciting things. So I would encourage you as you look forward and you're thinking about what's the vision I want for my life, to be thinking, okay, not just about these amazing things, but what would be the ultimate average day You know that, that you can enjoy? And for us, you know, the ultimate average day is is we just enjoy, gosh, I'd love to be able to travel, to meet new people, to have exciting, never know what the next day is going to bring or what opportunity. And that's what an average day looks for us right now. So I would encourage everybody to do the same. You know, many times when, if we have a life without strategy, which most of us do, I wish many of us do, and I know that was me for many times, is, you know, many times we don't define our core values. I know for many, many years, I didn't even define my core values. What are the, what are the, the non-negotiables in my life that I can measure decisions against. And if we don't have a life strategy, we more than likely we don't have those core values in our life. The other thing is, if we don't have a life strategy, we might be directing our energy in the wrong places. You know, many times when we work with companies, they're very efficient, but they're very efficient in going the wrong direction. And so we want to make sure that we're not only efficient, but we want to make sure we're efficiently going in the right direction where we want to go. And then the other thing, you know, we, we, we might be blindsided if we're not preparing, if we're not for planning for things that could occur in, in our, our life journey, we could potentially get you know, blindsided with things. It's hard to track our progress, like I mentioned before. And then once again, you know, extraordinary things don't usually just happen. You know, some people are very lucky in life. You know, things just happen for them. God bless them. I'm not one of those, you know, so <laughs> I need to plan and I need to be strategic about that. 
because I want everybody to live an extraordinary life. I want our kids to have an extraordinary life. And I really feel if we don't plan for that, then it's much harder to have that kind of an extraordinary, you know, we only have a short time on this planet. You know, so what are we going to do to make the most of it? And once again, if you don't do that, you don't create that vision, you don't put a strategy in place, there's a good chance you don't even know what you want. And and Mary, you probably have heard the saying, you know, if you don't know where you're going, you can't build a bridge to get there. And so that's really important that you know where you are going so that you can start putting those frameworks and start building that bridge to get you to that vision that you want for your life. Okay, hold on. If your mindset was shifted, you were inspired to innovate and you were spurred into action, don't just move on with your day. Focus, my friend, and take a few minutes to visit ceomischiefmaker.com to learn more about the value that was shared with you today. Please act now and create some CEO mischief of your own. 